Isle of Man TT Radio, fueled by Monster Energy. Attention Paddock Preview Show, powered by RST. Good morning from a sunlit TT Grandstand on Senior Race Day at the Isle of Man TT Races, fueled by Monster Energy. This is Attention Paddock, brought to you by RST, on the only bank holiday anywhere in the world designed for road racing. We're all about one race today, the Blue Ribbon race of the TT Races, the Senior TT, which we hope to get underway at 10 o'clock over six laps. We're going to have a look at the weather, because obviously we're aware this Storm Miguel is coming, and the weather forecast says fine at first, but turning cloudy mid-morning with rain arriving early this afternoon. Hopefully, we will be done and dusted with the Senior TT by the time that rain arrives, turning heavy later. If you're over here and you're camping, it's forecast being very wet this evening and tonight with heavy rain and the risk of localised flooding. So take care out on those campsites. But as far as the racing is concerned, fingers crossed we are good to go. The roads are already closed up on the mountain. At uh, 7.45, they closed from Ramsey through to the bungalow, 8 o'clock from there on. They will close around the lower parts of the course at 9.30, so one hour till the roads close around the bulk of the course, and we will be good to go, hopefully at 10 o'clock, with a six-lap Dunlop Senior TT. The roads will hopefully reopen no later than 3.30, with the mountain section opening at 4.30. After yesterday's amazing action on the uh, TT course, we, we can't wait for this. Join us this morning are Kyle White of the Belfast Newsletter, road racing journalist, and Keith O'Moore. And if anyone was listening last night, we're in for a treat this morning. Five podium finishes on the TT course for Keith. We're also waiting for Richard Milky Quayle, who was supposed to be with us, but hasn't shown just yet. And uh, hopefully he will. I'm Chris Boyd, and let's crack on. Let's get the first thoughts on yesterday, Kyle. What a day it was. Yeah, it was a hectic day, wasn't it, Chris? You know, so it was great to finally see, you know, a number of those races getting squeezed in. Uh, certainly the organisers were up against it. Uh, it had to be, you know, um, sort of run very slickly yesterday. And, and uh, thankfully we managed to get uh, everything in. We saw some fantastic racing uh, and there were some, you know, memorable results as well. So, um, yeah, it was good. And it has set things up uh, nicely then for the uh, finale today, the, the Blue Ribbon Senior. For someone coming from your side of the uh, island, if you like that, it must have felt like a Northwest 200 day. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's it. You know, I mean, it was um, uh, obviously, you know, Michael Dunlop was great to see Michael getting his 19th win. That brought the Dunlop Dynasty's total up to a half century of victories around the mountain course, which is something really special, you know. So I think that will have done Michael the world of good. Um, certainly, it was a very popular win yesterday, uh, and he really had to work hard for it to see off Jamie Coward. Uh, you know, it was Jamie's uh, first podium I think at the TT but you could hear the disappointment oh. in his voice because he had come so close to getting the win but nonetheless it was a sensational result too for Jamie and uh, you know to lose to, to Michael Dunlop is, is, is um, you know it's nothing to be ashamed of really is it? Absolutely not and aside from that it was the Peter Hickman show really wasn't it Keith? Yeah it has been Hickman show pretty much especially the, the, the big bikes um, I think if he'd had a little bit more time on the on Norton or they get, those guys had actually had a little bit more time uh, with a bit of R&D, it could have been another one. In fact, it probably would have been another one again. That's definitely going to be a story to follow that super light over the next few years, isn't it? Because that bike is just going to progress and progress. Yeah, I mean, well, from what I'm led to believe, I mean, the the bike is ma- making the power and stuff, but, I mean, they've just they've not had a chance to, to do anything with it. I mean, it's pretty much a bog-standard engine that comes in the road, the production bike. So, yeah, once they get that thing uh, tweaked a little bit, who knows how fast they'll be able to go around here 
As far as the lightweight is concerned, we have a huge battle between the Kawasaki's and the Patton's. If we throw another manufacturer into the mix, then that is going to become a really exciting class, isn't it, Kyle? Yeah, you can only imagine, you know, that uh, going forward, the Norton will, will, will become stronger. And, you know, it was a, a great result there by Peter Hickman um, on the bike. Uh, and sadly, uh, both David Todd and, and, and John McGuinness, um, I don't think they finished the race, you know, but certainly uh, it'll be a much stronger package, you would imagine, uh, next year. Well, we think we might just have spotted Milky Quail. He might be on the way in shortly. We'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for him. But today is all about one race, really, isn't it? It's, it's what it's all about, this TT. Everybody talks about the senior, don't they, Keith? Yes, yeah, the one everyone wants to win. Um, it's, it's actually looking really good just now. So I mean, with a bit of luck, we're going to get this in. And if we get six laps in, after well, all the drama we've had earlier on in the week, it's going to be nothing short of a miracle, as far as I'm concerned. And conditions are probably just about the best they've been of the whole fortnight now, aren't they, Carl? Yeah, I mean, it looks amazing out there, just sort of driving in around the course today. The roads are dry, the sun's shining, the skies are blue. There's a light wind, so with a bit of luck, um, you know, today's racing should be uh, something pretty special. And, and who knows what kind of lap speeds we'll see, because um, I think Peter Hickman's already showed uh, that, you know, the potential's there to be getting up close to something like the uh, speeds that we saw last year uh, with his uh, 132 mile an hour lap in the Superstock race. Yeah, you were quite surprised, Keith, that the speeds didn't necessarily go as high as we thought they might yesterday in the Superstock. <coughs> yeah, um, just, uh, <coughs> excuse me, just after speaking, speaking to um, Dean Harrison, I mean, obviously you had a bit of a problem uh, with the setup of, of the bike. Of, I'm not sure exactly what went wrong, but um, I'd spoke to him before and he, re he reckoned they, need, they would need to be up around about 133, 134 mile an hour bracket to, to win the race, so I think, to be fair, after it all started to pan out, there was a bit of a gap between the guys at the front, so they all just yeah. backed it off. It was. The, the fastest lap of the race came on lap one, actually, 132.02 for Peter Hickman. And then after uh, Peter's two laps, obviously one included a pit stop, so it was 128, but the last lap was at 131.3. Yes, I mean, yeah, they literally obviously did just back off. <laughs> nice of you to join us, Milky. <laughs> Morning. <laughs> I was happy, haven't you? <laughs> Giving them sandwiches and stuff. We're all good. We're all good. Looking bit of a sweat on board. Look. <laughs> Thanks for that. It's so kind. <laughs> oh dear. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, as I say, I think there was no reason for the guys to push the boat out. I mean, the, the race was pretty much decided after two laps anyway, so... When we say pretty much decided, there were 10 seconds in it. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, but, but, but that's for how them, got, wasn't it? You know, on a short race. Yeah. For, for Dean and um, Peter Hickman, I mean... They're usually like glued together, so they have been every other time, haven't they? Yeah. Exactly. Today's probably not going to be quite as straightforward as that. I don't think. <laughs> what was your takeaway from yesterday, Milky? Was the one performance that uh, really lit up to you? Um, yeah, I mean, what a day! What's all you, what, I mean, what a day that yesterday was. It was. I mean, it was. It was hard for everybody. It's hard for the riders, hard for the organisers, hard for the marshals, hard for the spectators. I think as well, just to keep uh, keep track on everything that was going on. So, um, yeah, I mean, my my ride of the day was Davo Johnson. Oh yes, Honestly, definitely. Yeah, that was that was my ride of the day. I'm the reaction so, was amazing. Yeah, wasn't I made it? up for the lad. You know what I mean, yeah. he's you know he's been he's been through a lot of turmoil as well. You know, crashes and stuff at the Ulster Grand Prix and hurting his back and stuff. And you know, the lads, the lad. I'm really I'm so happy for the lad. I really am. You know, coming from halfway around the world to come here and, and and do what he's done. So yeah, really really good that was. I mean, obviously Peter's Peter's on fire. I mean, realistically, he's got to be your favourite for today. Uh, I mean, he, he dominated the Superstock race ultimately because. He did such a good ride on the superbike, do you know what I mean? So that was effectively the superstock engine anyway. So, yeah, he was always going to be your favourite, wasn't he? But um, So he's got to be, for me, today, it's got to be Peter all, all day long.
He did. He took the super bike out yesterday morning on the practice. Like I'm not sure which one he took out yesterday evening. He suggested he was going to try another lap on the super bike, the pure super bike, rather than the super stock that he rode in the super bike race. So, um, and he, and he, when I asked him the question in, the, in one of the press conferences yesterday, he said he was undecided about which he was going to use today. But it has to be that's the super stock plus, doesn't it? With yeah, all the bits and pieces. I think so. That's the proven package, isn't it? I mean, that's what I would go with personally. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he knows it's going to work and stuff. It's not going to have any technical issues and electrical electrical faults and. Stuff like that. So he, yeah, I, he, I, I honestly think he'll just again bang the bang decent forks in the front, quick release, uh, swinging arm on it. Where he goes. What do you reckon, Carl? It's certainly got the speed that bike, hasn't it? He doesn't really need anything more at the moment. Well, that's it. You know, whenever you look at it, I suppose you'd be taking a bit of a gamble, wouldn't you? Going with a super bike just in case maybe uh, something went wrong reliability-wise. So he already did the business on the stock bike uh, in Monday's race. So you would think that would be the, the safest choice. Absolutely. The fastest man in qualifying is actually Dean Harrison. Dean uh, did a lap on, yes, it was yesterday, last night in the second part. So last evening it was 131.495. Peter yesterday morning did 131.292. So as we've seen all week, next to nothing between them. It's, it's like one and a half seconds. Yeah, I mean, I think Michael did a 131 yesterday as well, didn't he? On the uh, 130.3 it shows on yeah, here, yeah. but I think he, he, he may have been quicker on the stocker, maybe. I'm not sure. I don't know that last... I think he, was, he put a 130 in on that last uh, yeah. last senior lap, and I thought, oh, that's impressive. You know, he's obviously got the... He's got to grips with that a little bit more now as well. His confidence, up obviously, after the, the, the lightweight win, so... Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> could be in the mix. Yeah, well, I, d- I definitely think so. You know, you can never, never, ever discount Michael. I mean, he's just, he's just awesome. You know, so yeah, it's a, uh, it's so so tight. It's going to be a, again another fantastic race. Well, if we do run six laps, who knows? Everybody's still got to finish here. Yeah? And they're going to do two pit stops, which we haven't done all week. That hasn't really been factored in, has it? You know, but I think you know the key thing for um, you know the likes of Dean Harrison there will be to try and open an advantage over Peter Hickman, which is obviously easier said than, than done because we've seen how strong Hickman is over the mountain. So if it comes down to it in the last lap and there's not much between them, you'd have to sort of put your money in Hickman, wouldn't you, to get the get the job done coming over the mountain? Yeah, so I think again the, the, the problems may come may come with the traffic in his in his start position. That's going to probably play against. Him. Whereas Dino's going to. You know, hopefully he doesn't catch Connor, but you know I think he's going to get out. He's going to have a clear road. He's going to push it on, um, and you know, so effectively he, there's nothing going to be holding him up effectively. Whereas Peter might start a little bit of a dice in the middle of the pack there, and people start holding him up, and so that that might just hinder him a little bit. Yeah, but saying that, what the race yeah, last year yeah. didn't all the hinder him on well, a little I bit. I was going to refer back <laughs> to the race last year because I think, I think across the two pit stops, Peter lost something like eight seconds, so he had to make all that time back up on the road. And it was, as we know, the climb of the mountain is where he's just been bossing it and, and still does. Dean's put a big effort into that this year, and yet Peter's just moved to another level again. And, and that climb of the mountain, six times that climb of the mountain, gives Peter a massive advantage. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> as far as Peter's concerned, <laughs> I think again where this is where the short circuit side of Peter really comes in handy. Um, on, down, down the bottom half of the track, you know, the the run to Ramsey, it's quite narrow and enclosed, and and you know, it's it doesn't really well it does suit obviously Peter, but when you get over on the mountain when there's no reference points, it's just like a bit like a short circuit, and that's where Peter's really excels on it, carrying that high momentum, carrying that high corner speed, and and letting it flow, and you know, he, he's using that to his advantage for sure. Did you watch the highlight show last night? I didn't, mate. No, I didn't. I didn't. I'm sorry. Oh, I, Hickman was just on rails. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was so impressive watching it yeah, I mean yeah. I actually asked Paul to rewind it a few times just so I could see it again I mean he was inch perfect I mean just 
he's, he's, he's like I say, he's on fire. He's on. He's, he's you know he's complete domination effectively. And so. that's in a super sport, Mick. <laughs> Never mind the one that he races like every, week every in, day, week out. Yeah, every day of the week. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be goodness. After yesterday, there should now be a decent bit of rubber down. There was enough action yesterday that they should be able to just. Well, run it's into not those washed trees. away, which is a good thing. Yeah, for yeah. a change. Yeah, the, again, the track's far from ideal. I think with the, with the week that we've had, but um, definitely, uh, it's again jumping off the bike from yesterday as well. That's what's going to help the lads because obviously they've they've ridden the bike yesterday, so again they're not rusty or anything and trying to get their brain back into into mode they're, they're literally just going to jump straight in today and bang straight from the off we're, we're going to have some fast lap times you know what i mean it's going to be I hope everybody woke up early because that's an early start i would have been useless i mean for sitting on the sidelines yesterday as sort of a journalist watching this kyle mm. i'm staggered at how these guys can jump off a lightweight onto a super stock off a super stock onto a super sport off a super sport onto a senior incredible talent to be able to cope with all these different machines yeah and then you've got to you know factor in the, the physicality and the fitness yeah. that's involved uh, as well and completing all those laps you know so um, yeah you know it was, a, it was a tough day yesterday I'm sure for the riders you know hopefully they'll have had time to uh, rest a bit and recover they haven't had much have they really because no. they did that senior lap last night and they're straight into the uh, you know the big race today but you know, it's just, I suppose, maybe something that uh, comes down to, um, you know, your fitness and, and, and physical strength. And obviously when the adrenaline kicks in too, uh, that kind of takes over, doesn't it? So, It's something they don't have at the other big international meetings because they have a day off, don't they? They do a practice day, they have a day off at both the UGP and at the Northwest 200. Yeah, by and large, that, that that's correct, you know, so you do get that bit more time to sort of rest up. Um, whereas the way things have panned out here, because the weather's been so bad, it's been, uh, you know, sort of... A lot of the races were, were, were on yesterday, you know, so um, I'm sure it's taken a lot out of them and it hasn't been easy, but um, I would say they'll, they'll muster enough to get through today's senior. How is that from a rider's perspective, you guys, of jumping off machines and, and, and literally not having too much rest day to day? Oh, it's walking in a park. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps an athlete, is all right. <laughs> no, I, I think, like, say, like yesterday, obviously, again, with the constraints yesterday of having the time we had and the, the, the races we tried to fit in, um, there were only short dashes. So physically, it wasn't that draining, I don't think, you know. So today, I don't think it's going to affect them too much. You know, I think they'll be quite, well, not happy. you're never quite happy to do a six-lapper. It's hard work. People tell you, six laps around here is, is seriously hard work. So, But I don't think it's going to be as draining as it would be. And if we've had a, week, a full week as normal, you'd be more tired at this stage than you, than you are now. So, I mean, the lads are still really just up. And, I mean, that's why the, the laps yesterday were getting faster and faster and faster and faster, just even on the, the qualifying at the end of the day. These boys were doing 131s in bad, poor conditions at night, and the sunlight was bad. So, like I say, you're going to get 132s from the, from the off straight away on this first lap, I think, today. Oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I mean, definitely. No Everyone's going to pull a pin straight away. Dino's just going to go like a bullet from a gun, I really think so. So, yeah, he's going to be doing 132s. I mean, effectively, last year, the Superbike race, which is I would imagine was where a lap-wise now is where we were. He did a 134, didn't he? 134 and a half, straight off the bat from, from a standard start, which is... Well, oh, unreal. Yeah, so sensational. There was just no grip. And the Superstart race, I mean, wow. I spoke to a few of them that just said there was no grip. Just could not get let the power down anywhere. I mean, I spoke to a few of them and said they were, the front was pushing, the back was sliding. I'm thinking, well, it's cold still as well, isn't it? It's, I mean, even the suns and stuff out. Even yesterday, it was still cold. You know, if you, if the sun, if you were in a bit where there's a bit of a shade, and there was literally, it was still freezing. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, David Todd? 
I know, that's sensational, that was. That was unbelievable. Slap, yeah, I mean, David, again, he's coming of age again. It's just another year, just getting faster and faster and faster and faster. But for his second year. Yeah. yeah. 120, yeah, from a standard start. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, it is really good. Like I say, Davey is a star of the future for sure. You know, in another couple of years, he'll hopefully be standing on the top step of the podium. And Maybe another year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But I mean, I think he's, he's, he's the ilk of Peter Hickman. You know, Davey, he's got the ability. You know, he's a young lad. He wants it. He's driven. He's focused. He just he's, again he's sensible. He's just going faster every time, a little bit faster, a little bit faster, and you know he's, he's building his way there. So yeah, definitely uh, he's a bright star of the future for sure, as Davy. I'm we looking forward to it. We think that practice lap last night, Carl, might be his fastest ever lap of the season. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, you yeah. have to say that. I think it was uh, last year when he was top newcomer. It was 128. It was just mm -hmm. it wasn't that That's much correct, slower yeah. than what Peter Hickman managed when he made his debut a few years back. So it kind of shows you the, the level that he's on when you make that comparison as, as to when they both made their debuts. You know, so uh, it bodes well certainly for Davey for the future yeah it'd be nice it, for Davey just to get settled into a team a bit like Peter's obviously with the Smiths team he's, he's settled and it's you know he's, he's got a good team around him obviously Davey just needs that as well I think just to get a bit of familiarity with the bike a bit of normality and so he can just build on that and just go with it I don't so. think he's going to be short in offers no 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 for sure, for no, sure. He, had, he had a couple of cracking results yesterday as well he was 8th on the super stock and he was uh, where was he in the super sport 8th as well I think Certainly, uh, which considering the people ahead of him and the experience they've got, that's they were two fantastic results. Yeah, I mean that's the thing now with the TT that the, the field is so so strong. You know, it's it's there's no mugs out there. Everyone's trying their best and, and pushing it to the limits. So here yeah, we go. Yeah, we look at the super stock. The only people that beat him were Hickman, Harrison, David Johnson, Michael Dunlop, Connor Cummins, Michael Rutter, and James Hillier. You're putting yourself in with the elite there, <laughs> yeah, aren't you? Exactly, established <laughs> lads that know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Enough said. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A reminder: you're listening to Attention Paddock, brought to you by RST. I'm Chris Boyd, and with us this morning are Kyle White, Richard Qua uh, Milky Quail, and. Keith Amor, and we're discussing the one race that remains at TT 2019, fueled by Monster Energy, the Dunlop Senior TT, the biggest and boldest of them all. Let's uh, have a quick chat about Connor Cummins then, who goes off first on the road. Connor was on the podium again on the Superbike, the RST Superbike race, double podium in the big bike races last year. The pedigree is there, isn't it? Oh, for sure. You know, Connor's a class act, a complete class act, and you know his confidence this year is really, really good. He's, he's in a good place. You know, he's. He's, he's riding really well. Again, going number one, maybe just maybe just like hinder him a little bit because obviously Dino's using him as the as the, as the character catch sort of thing. And yeah, it, that, that, that's the only downfall really from Connor is, is, is his number start. I think that he just got, hasn't got, got the, the the momentum to carry it on. So I mean, but hopefully if if Peter, you know, when when Dino if Dino does catch him and come, comes past him, then he can tag onto his tail and just pull him around. You know, he's, and he's going to be definitely in there for a podium position. That potentially is what happens, isn't it? Dean catches him somewhere, probably out on the second lap, maybe. Well, <clears throat> he's so fast in the first couple of splits, I mean, yeah. and you've got to wake up pretty early in the morning to get there before him, I would say. But, I mean, if he, I mean the chances are he's going to catch him. But, I mean, if he can settle into a bit of a rhythm, who knows what's going to happen. I mean, he led the superbike race last year, but how far in front was he before he broke down? I think at one point, I think it was maybe like 12 seconds up, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah, and then, from so, I mean, anything can happen. This is a senior, I mean, you've got six laps here. That, that, this is what we're all looking to, and we haven't had this all week, have we? We just haven't had this multi-lap situation all week to really get our teeth into, Carl. Well, that's it. It's going to be sort of a battle of attrition, uh, really, as, as well, you know. So um, there's so much that can that can happen in the race. Um, you know, you, a rider can have, have bad luck. Um, maybe a pit stop can go wrong, or like it happened to James Hilly yesterday, you can pick up a penalty. So there are a lot of things that you can factor into the mix. But, um, you know, if things uh, go relatively straightforward, then you'd have to say it's going to come down to Peter Hickman and Dean Harrison 
and, and then you know there's a bit of a toss up as to who can uh, maybe sneak in tonight's that final place in the, on the rostrum and there's a few riders in there obviously Connor Cummins is, is his, his class isn't it and he's been on the podium and here Jim's, yeah. in, the, in the last big big races and so. it can actually work against uh, Dean Harrison slightly as he did in the first race because Connor's got the speed to live with Dean and come back past him if it needs to be and that's what happened in the first race wasn't it Dean Connor, uh, Dean had a few little issues coming up the mountain. Connor went back past him, and they ended up just toing and throwing, and probably costing Dean a little bit of time. Yeah, I mean that's that's that is the trouble, as Keith will tell you. And you know, when you start tripping each other up over the around the circuit, you, you're a little bit unsighted through the corners, and you you always want to be in front. You always want to be looking through the corners. So when you start tripping yourselves up, you're actually making yourself slower, and everyone else is trying to catch you up. Then so yeah, hopefully the lads will understand that and they'll know. And I mean you you you, you follow on your pit boards, so you're looking at your pit boards. You go from pit board to pit board to pit board, so you know where you go and who, where your opposition is and how you, how how much time you're losing or or, or gaining basically. So yeah, it's I never had a pit board running. Did you not? No. <laughs> One actually, Johnson. Johnson actually done one for me, and that, I mean that was the only one I ever wow. saw. Yeah. Wow. There was a suggestion that, that may have cost Michael Dunlop that podium yesterday in the Superstock race, wasn't it? Because he got Peter Hickman came past him, and then Peter eased it off a little bit because the lead was up around sort of fifteen seconds or something, and that may potentially. Yeah, I think after he passed the bungalow, he just he was on cruise control. So, and I, well, the Chinese whispers, as we say, that were going around about Paddock here, say that caused him that podium place, but pff, who knows? It? Two tenths of a second, yeah. It doesn't matter, does it? Dave Johnson's got the <laughs> That's it, His name's on there. <laughs> Absolutely. So, as we move on down the top ten, then Michael Rutter on the RCV, he's, he's had a solid week, hasn't he? But we, he's probably not going to factor in in the top end of the result today. Um, more time on the bike. I mean, you know, it's definitely the best sound bike on the grid as far as I'm concerned. I think that's it's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, sensational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was speaking to him earlier on in the week and he says the thing's a dream to ride. He says it's just beautiful. It just, you know, as for a big bike, he says it's it's, it's phenomenal compared to the to the big thousands. I think he'll give us a shot. <laughs> well, you can ask him, Keith. You can ask him. <laughs> I think I know the answer to that already. <laughs> no, uh, he's going to be there thereabouts. I mean, probably round about fifth, sixth, I would imagine. Round about there, but... You never know. I mean, you might just wake up and think, "Yeah, I've got this." I think, like Kyle was saying there, you know, you've always got that mechanical issues and stuff, and you're probably going to lose lose two or three of the top men in the top ten just through mechanical issues. Yeah. So you just you've just got to be in it to win it. You've just got to stick there and just keep at it and just keep pushing and keep pushing and pushing. Never give up and just keep. pushing. David Johnson, no, I mean he's on a high. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be a struggle. They've not gelled with the superbike for sure. I don't know whether he's actually. He might not. He might even ride the superstock. I, I, I asked know. him yesterday, and he said definitely yeah. the superbike. Right, he's right, going to take right, the SP2 right, out. Right, right. So. I mean, they just don't seem to be able to get that thing to work, really. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, David, again, like you say, he's been on a high. Um, you know, maybe he thinks he can just dig in a bit harder and, and get a little bit more speed out of it. But, yeah, let's let's see. Let's see. It's uh, it's going to be tight, for sure. One man we haven't discussed yet, Carl, is James Hillier, who He'll has be been there. noticeably quicker on the starts every race this year, but still not enough quite to get to Harrison and Hickman. Yeah, he's always knocking on the door, isn't he, uh, James? And... Um, uh, I think he'd be a very popular winner if he could uh, manage to finally get on that top step, uh, you know, in the big class. And, and, and certainly, um, you know, he showed his class at the Northwest 200 last month. Um, he'll be there or thereabouts, there's, there's no doubt about that. But it's just making that extra step to sort of get onto the, the level that, that Peter Hickman and, and Dean Harrison are at. And uh, I think, you know, James said himself the other day, uh, he doesn't know what more he needs to do just to try and, to try and get there. He's given it his all, you know. So, um, again, you know, good chance of getting on the podium as has you know Michael Dunlop uh, obviously he'll be uh, boosted from his result yesterday although you know he was very sort of frank and honest about the the problems he has been facing at the TT this year he's had a lack of track time he's carrying a bit of a knock from prior to the Northwest 200 uh, but um, 
have a feeling Mike will have a real good go today and you never know what he might yeah. pull out of the bag. I mean, Hector's always wanting to win the senior TT. That's, you know, that's the thing. That's right. I mean, uh, that's, that's the, that's the, 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 the holy thing. grail. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure you'll try his damnedest for Hector to try and win it, for sure. My, my, Michael was quite keen to kind of play the injury down, but it's still there and it's definitely having an effect, isn't it? Well, it must be, and I suppose you know, somewhere here at the at the TT, it's going to be exacerbated, isn't it? You know that yeah. you know it's such a, a physical challenge around this course. So any kind of knock that you have at all, it's going to it's going to cause you problems. But you know, Mike will be the last person to be making uh, excuses, you know, with the injury. So uh, I'm not surprised he's trying to talk it down a bit. <laughs> Somebody who might be trying to knock on a top six, maybe a little bit better, is Jamie Coward. He'll be full of confidence after yesterday. I mean, you. You get on your first TT podium and you find out you've lost a TT by 1.3 seconds. He was <laughs> he was absolutely devastated afterwards. <coughs> I can't easy thing to take the way. I mean, he, he, he rode the wheels off that thing. I mean, just Michael wanted, I think, just a little bit more. So I think that's probably why Michael got it. But he's, yeah, for sure, he's, de he's definitely going to be top 10, I think. Unless he has some kind of mechanical problems, he's going to be in the top 10. Um, <sighs> David Todd, top six? Uh, Potentially, yeah. He's what he's fifth fastest on the practice uh, sheets here, 129.18 for David Todd. Yeah, so you've got Harrison fastest, then Hickman, then Michael Dunlop is third fastest at 130.3, Connor Cummins 129.4, and then Davy at 129.1 ahead of Michael Rutter and Davo Johnson. Yeah, so I mean, I think he's uh, I just uh, if he has a decent race, just settles into it and stuff. I mean, I'd love to see him get a top five. Those BMWs do seem to be a bit thirstier than the rest, though. They take a little bit longer in the pits just to fill up. Yeah, I think it's just obviously because they're just they go a bit faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit revving, a bit harder. I mean, something, someone that we've really forgotten here, I think, is maybe Gary Johnson. Um, you know, Gary's a class, class act, and again, Gary's carrying an injury there on his leg. Exactly. So that's the only thing that might, I think, that might hinder him today for those six. If, if we do go for a six lapper, and that's the one thing that might little hinder him in is just his endurance on the uh, his physical endurance, really. I but think the first couple of laps will tell you know kind of where about he is. Yeah, but, but again, Gary's Gary's. Class act again, real good rider, and you know he's happy in the team. He's he's you know got a good backup around him, and I think they'll uh, give it a good he's go. Just not had much luck here. I can I feel for me. Yeah, yeah. Looking at the all sessions, he's down in twenty first place on the practice leaderboard at one hundred and twenty three point seven five on the Kawasaki. Well, he's going to be a darn sight quicker than that this afternoon, isn't he? Right from the get go, I think that's going to see a massive leap up. He's, he's actually right ahead of Jay Lawrence, who's absolute star man. <laughs> a top 20 yesterday in the Superstock. And Excellent. Absolutely flying, isn't he, Milky? Yeah, I mean, Jay... Uh, <laughs> I met, first met Jay last year at the at the Classic TT. He came over and he was, uh, he was a newcomer, one of my newcomers at the Classic TT last year. And um, I knew that the lad had ability. He got a, a big old Suzuki Katana around it, or some 112, I think he did, on the big old long <laughs> Suzuki Katana. So I knew the lad had uh, ability uh, again. Uh, so this year, obviously, he's on to come to the TT for sure, uh, and he's acquitted himself amazingly good. He's yeah, again another star of the future, another star of the future. Ian Hutchinson, he's down in 14th place on the practice when he's been struggling this weekend, um, really struggling, hasn't he? Yeah, again, I th don't think. Uh, I mean, if you're asking here a week ago, I was saying that Hutchie was my uh, outside bet, but. I think that get-off at the 11th milestone has obviously uh, unsettled him a little bit. Um, he described it the other day as his bigger, biggest ever crash. Yeah, I think the thing that worries him is that he doesn't know what's gone on. That's the problem. He doesn't know why he crashed. And uh, I think, yeah, when, As a rider, that always plays on your mind. You know, you don't mind if you think, well, I, I just broke a little bit too hard and lost the front and, or just on the power a little bit too early, whereas this thing has just gone away from him without him knowing he, and he can't explain it. So 
obviously every time he's on the bike now he's going to be thinking have I got this have I got this have I got this and yeah I mean and if it's physical and mental it's, it gets not an easy thing <laughs> especially when you've got six laps in front of you mm-hmm. but I mean you never know he might just settle into it and then his confidence might build and then you know Hutchie you cannot keep that man down eh? <laughs> Absolutely. Who else from your side there, Carl, is jumping on? Maybe Brian McCormick or Derek Shields or somebody to get a surprise top 10? Yeah, it'll be good yeah. to see it. You know, they certainly have the ability. Uh, you know, Derek Shields, um, uh, you know, he's a, he's a class act, uh, especially in the, on the smaller Irish uh, roads back home, but he really wants to try and make his mark here at the Isle of Man TT. You know, they've had a few issues with the uh, the Burroughs engineer in RK Racing Suzuki. Um, they've got a few more laps under the belt now, so um, with a bit of luck then, you know, Derek will be able to push on and, and uh, maybe try and improve his lap speed a bit. I think he's been around about 128. 127, 128, so um, yeah, top 10, don't see why not, the same for, for uh, Brian as well, I think he had an 11th place um, on the Superstock bike uh, yesterday. Yes, he did. Yeah, Ryan's riding really, really good. Yeah, really good strong, you know, and again, he's the, he's the right stature as well for a, a good, real fast TT rider. He's a big lad. He can hustle that big bike around. I mean, it must just be like a toy for the lad, you know. He can just hustle the thing. And, um, you know, Brian, again, he, again, he's the star of the future for sure. You know, the lad's got ability. You know, he, he's going good. He's full of confidence. And, you know, I'd, li- I'd like definitely like to think, think Brian could get into the top ten, definitely. OK, we've only got about a minute and a half left of attention, Paddock. So a quick whiz around the table on uh, let's have a podium for the Dunlop. A one, two, three. Keith always wants to go first. So we're going to go to, we're going to, go to Kyle first. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy, I'm telling you. OK, I'll have to go for... Um, have to go with the forum book and go for Peter Hickman uh, and a close one from Dean Harrison and I'll go with Michael to get on the podium in third I think there might be a consensus here go on Milky exactly exactly that yeah. I'm going Triple H oh I'm going Triple H definitely in which order it's it's going to be Hickey Harrison and Hillier there we go fantastic thank you very much gents a reminder that all of these attention paddock shows and the part firma shows are available on the manx radio podcast section if you're wanting to follow today's race and you haven't been following the week so far get yourself onto iomttracers.com and find the link for the live section that will take you to the live online timing we will be back after the senior tt with hopefully a plethora of guests to recap everything that's happened at tt 2019 but it's almost time to head to the full commentary team for the Dunlop Senior TT that is due to get underway at 10 o'clock. This has been Attention Paddock brought to you by RST. My thanks to Kyle, to Milky and to Keith. Let's go racing. It's nearly time. Bring on the senior. <laughs>